uh, the Youth Council in general. So we're a council composed of uh, uh, 20 members from across Edmonton, and uh, we're an advisory council to the city. So we review city policy, and uh, essentially we advocate on behalf of Edmonton youth at City Hall. Okay, very cool. All right. So um, this push to lower the voting age, it's it's been floating around now, I think, for the past couple of years. Uh, why the push to have it done, Cameron? Yes, there are four main reasons that we want to see this change. Uh, we think that 16 and 17-year-olds are ready to have the vote. Uh, and then secondly, one thing that actually really surprised us was when we were going around researching this uh, and we were talking to young people was just how much 16 and 17-year-olds want this change. Uh, and also two big factors for us were that city councils would benefit and school boards would benefit. Let's talk about that. How would city councils benefit, Cameron? Yeah, so if we look at uh, Austria, which lowered the national voting age in 2007, the 2013 parliament election saw higher voter turnout among 16 and 17-year-olds than 18 to 20-year-olds. And then this happened again in a variety of elections in Norway. Now, the reason that this is important, that uh, the 16 and 17-year-old voter turnout was higher, is because research has consistently proven that voting in your first election leads to having a lifelong voting habit. So this will ultimately lead to greater voter engagement uh, over time, which will allow politicians, uh, well, city councillors to have uh, potentially broader platforms, mm-hmm. but also more of a mandate from the people. Okay, interesting. And what about school boards? I think it would be interesting to have have 16, 17-year-olds uh, having a little bit more say on, on what's happening in their, in their school districts. Yeah, we agree. We think it's an extremely logical change to have people in the school system uh, deciding how the school system is run. But also we think it's a great opportunity for school board trustees uh, because it allows them to cater their platforms to students and to student issues, which we think will allow them to uh, do their job uh, more effectively. Than they. You yeah. mentioned Austria, you mentioned uh, Norway. Um, I'm guessing those are a couple of places that have implemented the lower voting age. Are there others around the world, Cameron? Um, I, you know, I may not know of everywhere. I know Scotland also in their recent uh, separation referendum, uh, they allowed 16-year-olds to vote in that. Um, I, yeah, we're not aware of many statistics uh, from that vote, but uh, I know that uh, that was a great change that Scotland made for so, an important decision. But in Austria, for example, you, you, you mentioned Austria where the voting age is lower, that you said that there's more, um, th- there's a good turnout and, you know, that you're seeing that there, you're, well, there's, there's hope that you're starting to see a trend of, of more voter engagement. So um, what would be the, the detractions? Because, Cameron, I've got, to, I've got to tell you that as soon as we start talking about lowering the voting age to 16, my text line blows up with saying, oh, 16-year-olds, they're not mature enough, they're not paying taxes, they're not living on their own, they're not just, they're not engaged enough. What do you say to that? Yeah, well, you have a look at 16-year-olds in Edmonton, for example. So they use city roads, they use city facilities, transit services. So they're aware of the things affecting the city and they're aware of what city council is doing. Also, they're in that classroom environment uh, discussing politics, discussing the importance of governance and also how government works. Um, And then also, 16-year-olds can be emancipated living on their own. They can be in the Army Reserves. Uh, It's the age of consent. They can be a parent, yet they aren't mature enough to vote. And then another thing we came across was a study from Rutgers University, uh, which, and it it cited a whole bunch of other studies that essentially found the same thing. And it talks about how 16-year-olds, but at 16 years of age, but not before, uh, people manifest a 
development in uh, each quality of citizenship. They develop uh, understanding for membership, concern for rights, participation in society that are approximately the same to those apparent in 18-year-olds. Interesting. I, again, I have to tell you, Cameron, you, as soon as we talk about this, there's there's all sorts of people t- texting in, and I'm sure you've heard it, you've, you've seen it yourself. Uh, Kelly says, while interested that 16, 17-year-olds will assuredly make for engaged adult uh, voters, I don't believe the majority of this age group are remotely knowledgeable enough to vote. What do you say to that? Well, I think that 16-year-olds are a very uh, diverse group with diverse opinions, and I think that that's been proven. You look at uh, consistently uh, elections, at uh, mock elections at high school, consistently match very closely to the real federal or provincial elections that occur. And so 16-year-olds, uh, high school students are a diverse group with diverse opinions, just like adults, and I think it's uh, fair that they have an opportunity to uh, voice their opinion through voting as well. So what happens next with this, uh, Karen? I'm curious. I mean, as we mentioned, it was uh, voted down by uh, the Alberta uh, Urban Municipalities Association in September. Uh, you're, you're going to give it another run. Uh, what it, what's the plan ahead? Yeah, just to touch on the um, Alberta Urban Municipalities yeah. Association vote, uh, from the city councillors I've talked to that were at the vote, uh, they've said that what they've saw was really a lack of debate from both sides on the issue. People weren't really sure uh, what what the benefits of it were. And so they felt it safer to vote against it rather than, in their eyes, take a risk by allowing 16-year-olds to mm-hmm. Moving forward with this, uh, we will, uh, Youth Council will be going before Community Services Committee in May, which is a uh, city council board and uh, we will then be hopefully sending a letter to the provincial government asking to see this change and then we will also be soliciting letters from other bodies of government Uh, so we will go to school boards and we'll go to city councils throughout alberta and uh, asking them to send uh, letters of support as well 